Hello, everybody. What's happening out there? Cold and rainy here. Hang on, guys. I'm not on Facebook. I'm blocked from Facebook for some reason. Oh, shoot. I'm only live on YouTube, guys. I don't know what's happening, but uh, I only use my voice. So I don't know what's going on the Facebook side. So they won't let me uh, go live on Facebook. I posted something. Something happened. I'll have to go through Facebook later on, Julie. Okay, John. I got you on um, YouTube here. Shoot. Hello, everybody. Let me get my thank yous in. We're just on the YouTube side. I have no reason and understand why or if, but we just go on what we got to do. There's Caroline and Jeff M and Tammy and Gloria and Starlene and Ray Ray and Darlene and Gloria. I think I'm in jail, Doreen. I have no idea what I did. Just regular podcast of what I've been doing. Facebook is crazy. And from way up north from Canada, we have online Judy. Hello, Judy. Hello, John. Hi, everybody. Good to be here as always. And though I'm way up north, we have had 40 degree weather today, but very dreary. Yep, Lane says, Lane says, tuned in from the UK for Junie's synopsis. There you go, Judy. Thank you, sir, very much. I'm not going to try to reboot and try to see what's going on with Facebook, guys. We just go on with the show, you know what I mean? I know it's not 7 o'clock. You know what I mean, Judy? Yeah, John, you can only do the best you can do. And it didn't show me anything until I went live. They could let you know before that. You know, very weird. Very, very weird. Well, things happen when you hit that live button, Judy. Yeah, it sure does, John. And it is darn disappointing for sure. Yeah, well, YouTube is the video channel. Facebook, I don't know what it's turning into. <clears throat> Just like a big message board or something. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I want to thank all my YouTube supporters, like usual. And hi, Troy. Hi, Renee. Because without these guys supporting the channel, we'd be nowhere. I want to thank... Uh, Pirate and Dina and Caroline and North and Virginia and Barbara and the other Barbara and Starlene and Nightwing, Luke, GFM, Curtis, Jana, 
Kelly, Becky, Josh, Mark, Sand Dollar Ray, Roxy, Jazdy and Wayne for their support, and all the Knights for their support. Also, I got Judy live every week. I got her live. I tell her, Judy, thank you so much for your support and continued support and being on me with these podcasts every Wednesday. Thank you so much, Judy. Well, you're welcome, John. And I will always be here. Yep. I want to thank uh, the professor, of course, for his factual historian, factual research. Daniel, the historian Spino. Great to have him on board. And also, Osprey Muyan for all to have his videos this summer. I don't know what we'd be doing, Judy, playing a lot of tic-tac-toe. Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't we? <laughs> and of course, I got to thank my moderators, uh, Tammy and Judy and Daniel and Starlene and Michelle and Kathy and BC and Tanya from Portugal. That's awake when we're sleeping and to our lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. I got to thank my main members. They all come from the Quest of Oak Island group. If you're not there, you've got to join. It's a private group. It's not a public group. Every profile is uh, looking over. And if you do just come over to the Facebook side, please message me or my mods. So we don't accept anybody that just joined Facebook or has no statements, has no pictures, has no posts. Oh, that's a red flag here in the YouTube community and Facebook. And uh, just get to us and we'll get to you. Also to our Anchor Audio Podcast, Judy, we're getting close to 20,000 plays on that. Wow. Oh, that's great. Yep. So how did you guys like yesterday's Wharf and Pieces? There were still a lot of Wharf and Pieces. There were a ton of pieces, Judy. What do you think? Yeah, there was quite a few, John. I have to admit, it's a little hard to get really excited over more metal. But uh, what they found is interesting, and hopefully we'll find out what was there. Yeah, it's metal, but it didn't really relate to anything, but it should relate to the scope of things of, like, who was living there? If it's an old potbelly stove, was it a hole that they just uh, stuck uh, a junk pile of metal in? You know, things like that. Just the daily basis of who was there and what they were doing. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. And as as uh, Gary suggested, it could have been a campsite on Lot 30. So it's hard to say. Hello, Sand Dollar. And Renee says, Oak Island Nuts, please smash. Yeah, please hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. That's all free. If you want to join and throw some support our way. That's also acceptable, and I thank you so much. You know what she's, see what she's calling us now, open nuts. Yep. Caroline, good to <laughs> see him on the west side of the island. Yep, they're going on the west side. And here's Ray showing some frustration. I don't care what they're finding on the west of the swamp. It's interesting stuff, but I'm more interested in the money pit area and what's going on there. I wish I just, I wish they just get to it. Oh, Ray, don't forget half of this stuff or 75% of this stuff is production. Like I was talking about yesterday. They need interesting topics that stretch out items to show us TV viewers 
not our treasure hunters, not looking for the detail to find it right away, and then that's it for the show. It's just something they put in, and if we find something, fine. But I still say, at the Money Pit area, either they never went deep enough, or it's not there. You know, Judy? Right, exactly. Um, I don't know. That garden shaft's got me confused on. I'm anxious to see if they uh, get to the bottom and if there's a tunnel there. I was thinking about this last last night, guys. It's like uh, how they say the money pit was a diversion so they would have other spots to do the treasure, Judy? Mm, right. I was thinking of this. It's funny. You know, take this the way you want it. But they did the garden shaft to throw us off as viewers. <laughs> it's a, it's, hey, at this point, that wouldn't surprise me it, at all. The, the garden shaft is a diversion for us viewers so we don't keep on stoning them. Well, you, they haven't found nothing in the money pit for the past 230 years or whatever it is. Why are you guys still digging there? They never found nothing. How are you going to find something? Why are you wasting your time there? Go to the other side of the island. Oh, it's not on the island. It was there. It wasn't there. Oh, my lordy 40. Holy mooyan. <laughs> Take a breath, John. It, it, is, uh, it is a little uh, confusing at times. Let's see what Connor says. It could be a French or British camp near the swamp that explains why Gary's finding military artifacts. Yeah, you know, broken stoves, broken whatever. And we'll go over screenshots later and Judy's synopsis that it's in line 200 yards away from that 100 by 150 anomaly, that square that could be a campsite. You know, Judy? Right, yeah. So it could fit together. The uh, stove could be off of one of the ships and they used it on land. Yep. Yep. Uh, next Tuesday, December 13th, episode five is Duck It Out. We'll see what that's going on. I also have a little couple of screenshots of uh, something that looks like a tunnel from a video. So that's what got me all pumped up in the last 20 seconds of the preview for next week. That's what I like to see, Judy, tunnels. Right, me too. I want to see some of those tunnels. From the day I started watching this, I wanted to see a tunnel. Yep. Not a remanufactured garden shaft tunnel. An actual tunnel that can be pre-searcher or searcher tunnel that has not been destroyed. And it's just sitting there for us to look at. Oh, that'd be nice, John. I'm open. So I took some screenshots of that. And I also took some screenshots to try to get, you know, the camera obviously has a strong light on it, Judy. Right. And we get a lot, a lot of reflection off the pirate down there and rocks and water and the glare. So if you guys do this tactic, which some of us know, turn the photo to black and white. You'll find a lot more details in black and white and zoom in a little bit with your sharpness because the camera's light really does so much reflection when it's in water with light. So there's a hint for you guys to look. Oh, thank you, John. I had not thought of that. You know what I'm saying, though? Yes, I understand exactly what you're saying. So I'll show you guys later on some screenshots of colored shots and the same shots in black and white. Good idea. 
And Connor says, why would you need multiple wharfs unless different groups came to the island and hid there? Multiple wharfs. Smaller wharfs for smaller ships. Longer and deeper wharfs for bigger ships. We got to remember, too, that uh, there was a lot of people, different families that lived on that island, and they had to go by boat. So maybe a lot of them had their own wharfs. Right, but not these 100-footers and stuff like around Sam Ball's oh, no. island, but, you know, something that have, you know, maybe a 8-foot, 10-foot, that's all, just to get your boat on there. Just like we saw how um, a Restall's before the causeway, they had their car on the barge and they parked it in. All their equipment came in on the barge. So we got old pictures of that. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. I remember seeing them. Hello, Jan. Thanks for coming in. And Renee says, yep, it sure does look like a tunnel. So at least we got that to look at, guys. But... I thought it was kind of interesting last night. Mostly on the... Yeah, I thought it was too. I thought it was too, John. Um, it certainly wasn't boring anyway. Right. And um, mostly I was looking at the LIDAR to see about the anomaly. As far as all the surface finds, when they find something that's really like those gem-looking stones and stuff like that, but when they go back to finding spikes and parts of stoves and parts of bells, I, I really don't go there. You know what I mean? My brain just goes someplace else. Yes, I tend to do that too. I'm sorry to say. You know, then they give us a history lesson. And like I warned you guys, that I warned you guys, Judy, I said we're going to be seeing a lot of war room, a lot of remote stuff coming in from people trying to tie in Oak Island you know, from England, France, Germany, and everything else, I warned you guys, and a lot of lookbacks. So that's what the that's what the theme is this year. You you did tell us that, John, and that is what we're seeing. Yeah, because, you know, in the first three episodes, you sort of see the format on which direction they're going to, but it doesn't seem to be going all over the place. It seems to be doing that. They go to the war room, discuss everything, then wait, then come back to get the dates then come back to get the dates again. So they're using the war room as a uh, as a stage this year. So, but it's all good. We got to learn, but we're all up to the editors and how they present it to us. And we're lucky we got a season 10. If they find anything or they do find something, just keep it going. We're here to watch, Judy. Right on, John. We don't want to lose it just yet, do we? Yep, or Samuel Ball. Connor says there could be more encampments on the island. Yep. But if the encampments, if they didn't make a foundation, I mean, you'd have to uh, get a spot-on spot. Is that right? Spot-on spot? Right, yes. If there wasn't an encampment and they just pinched tets and then went on the ship to live, well, we can't find no relics for some reason, no artifacts, no nothing. You know, spoons and knives and things that you ordinarily have. Um, we never found a lot of that stuff yet. Right, and that I find that strange that we don't find any of that. And like you said, <laughs> I think it was you said last night that uh, they must use paper plates. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, 
At least they found something, but why didn't they find that four years ago when they had the LIDAR? LIDAR? They scanned that island, every single pebble. We find it in 2022. I just scratched my yeah, head. I just scratched my head. It's strange. It really is. All right, Judy. Before I get too wound up here, let me find your picture. It's about okay. 10 after 7. Don't forget to hit that like button if you can. I'm not on Facebook. So if one of the mods can type in Facebook that John cannot get on Facebook, he's on YouTube only. Thank you, guys. And maybe Jeff can do that. Judy's with me now. I cannot get on Facebook for some technical reasons. I'm only live on YouTube if they want to come over. Alrighty. Okay, Judy, we go on with the show. Judy's here with her synopsis. Her picture's up. Judy, when you're ready, go ahead. Thank you. Okay, guys, we got season 10, episode four, Wharf and Pieces. It's a new historic day on Oak Island as the Dumas Mining Company arrives to begin the rebuild of the 10 by 10 foot garden shaft. Rick explains to the Dumas team that they have found gold in the water here and the wood dates back to pre-searcher times. Rick also tells them that there could be a tunnel at the bottom of the shaft. The Dumas team explains that they will work from the top down, first removing the dirt, then building the walls and waterproofing the shaft. It will take two months to do, so they have lots of work ahead of them. Later that afternoon, in the uh, later that afternoon, the Oak Island team meet in the war room to discuss the targets from the lidar scan that they will investigate. Ian has completed the analysis of Lot 30. Steve brings the results up on the screen and points out that a rectangular anomaly, 100 by 150 feet in diameter, Ian says it is not natural, so they need to study it closely. Rick believes because of its shape, it is probably handmade, and he wonders if it is connected to the wharf on Lot 32, just yards away. Gary suggests it could be a campsite, Laird wants to do an archaeological dig, and Gary will continue to detect on Lot 32. Later, as Laird, Rick, and Helen begin the investigation of the anomaly on Lot 30 by digging small, shallow squares over the anomaly, 200 yards away on Lot 32, Gary and Jack are metal detecting. The beeper goes off, and Jack digs up a piece of flat iron that Gary thinks could be part of a fire grate from the 1700s. They then pull from the same hole what looks like two hand-forged iron fasteners. 
looking farther down in the hole, they pull up what Gary says could be a wharf pin a foot in length. Are these pieces more evidence of a wharf on Lot 32? And if so, is it connected to the anomaly on Lot 30? All pieces will be tested. The following morning, as the Dumas team begin the rebuild of the garden shaft in the money pit area, the team is drilling new borehole D-17 and are 70 feet down. They find a piece of wood that Terry says could be a piece of a beam. Terry wonders if because this is found so shallow down, could they be at another tunnel? Marty declares if this is a tunnel, does it go up to the garden shaft? There has to be an offset chamber. Could this tunnel connect Next comes a piece of metal Laird thinks could be a handle off of a stove. Gary then pulls up a piece of iron with a scalloped design on it that also could be off of a stove. Finally, Gary hands Laird a piece that looks like a metal strap, and Laird has no idea what it could be off of. Our ever-enthusiastic Jack suggests a chest. Laird decides they should take the artifacts back to be put in a CT scanner and come back with trowels in hand. Two days later in the war room, the team meets with Craig via video as he has the results of the C-14 tests on the wood found in boreholes L-16 and D-17. L-16's wood was dated 52% 1724 to 1812 A.D. And D-17 is 50% 722 to 1814 A.D. Craig points out the dates are pre Marty says there is no record of any wood being found at 70 feet before. Craig wonders why anyone would build at 70 feet down. The show ends with Rick declaring, this could lead us to an offset chamber, so we have to chase all possibilities. Will they find a chamber, chamber do you think, fellow questers? See you all next week, and in the meantime, stay safe, please.
Thank you so much, Judy. I guess we lost some audio in a little while. I think we're under attack tonight. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm not mentioning no names, but I think we're under attack. Seems like it for sure. You know, why all, uh, why all of a sudden at 7 p.m. on a podcast night? You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks, Leon. I think you got out for a little bit they were saying in chat. I don't know if it's this, but don't worry, guys. I post the whole thing on the Facebook group later. They'll let me post, but I can't put live video on Facebook because I'm under attack. Hello, Wade. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Hook. Starring just found us. <laughs> we can't go on Facebook, Starring. Oscar, now how much did you lose of Judy's audio, guys? Was it uh, one minute, 30 seconds? Was it longer than a minute that you lost the audio from uh, Judy? What was it? Lane says it wasn't lost for long. Okay, thank you, Lane. No, Tammy, we keep it quiet. So, very, very good, Judy. Very, very good. Oh, thank you, John. Playground Justice says just 10 seconds. Doreen says over one minute. Oscar says maximum two to three minutes. Elaine <laughs> <laughs> says under 30 seconds. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Well, like, oh, what a night. like I'm saying, it'll be posted in the YouTube uh, comments in the community comments and um it'll be posted in text on the facebook page so no loss judy okay good john and there's the the hook says less than 30 seconds all right we'll take it as long as i'm on youtube oh starring says that uh she's been here she just lost the feed that's what she meant okay. i thought maybe she couldn't find us I hear you. Oh, God, what a night. Renee, about one minute, 30 seconds. Well, everybody has different internet uh, connections and the delays and everything else. So that's not too bad, Judy. No, I don't think so, John. I'm sure they didn't miss much. Nah. All right. Let me uh, set up my screenshots and we'll talk about that. Hello, Professor. Thanks for coming in. We're going to the left, to the left. Okay, this way, all righty. All right, Judy, I'm gonna take your picture off here. Good, John, that makes me happy. <laughs> all right, and boom, there I am. Did I scare you, everybody? <laughs> no. All righty, all right. Lane says, John, we just missed a bit when they found the treasure. <laughs> we're, we're getting good, huh, Lane? We're getting good. We're getting just like the program. <laughs> Oops, we lost we lost the uh, internet. Oops. And we dug right. I hear you guys. I hear you. All right, let's start putting some screenshots up. 
there's the professor dialing in with some info. The reason they may have a tunnel constructed at 70 feet in the mid 1700s would have been an additional network for smuggling, Judy. Oh, okay. Thanks, Daniel. Yep, playground, Neil. Isn't it more interesting? We sort of know what's going on, but not really. We only have the surface things that we see. I thought it made it very, very interesting. Alrighty. Well, this is how they started off, Judy. Dumas with all their white trucks coming in. Yes. I'll let the uh, screenshot settle for a little bit. Daniel said he kept looking on Facebook. Oh, I, I did uh, message him and tell him we're only on uh, YouTube. Well, Daniel, we're under attack, Daniel. I can post on Facebook. I can post my YouTube videos from this on Facebook, but I can't go Facebook Live. I only knew that when I pressed the live button about 20 minutes ago. So we're live as live can be, Judy. Yes, we are, John, as always. Yep. And we'll keep going forward, too. I don't care what happens. Yep. Nothing stops us, guys. We go forward. We plow through. And this is where uh, Mr. Barlow said, as you can see, it's always had a body of water in it. You know what I mean, Judy? Yes, you can see it clearly. Yep, so obviously they had to pump all the water out, get it down the dryness, leave the pumps in there before they put the uh, sealant on the walls and down they go to build the chamber or the shaft, because it always had so the water. John, does the ceiling go on first and then the wood? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Don't quote me on that, but it just seems logical. Yeah, actually, even I posted on the Facebook page. I hope a bunch of people posted so they see it. Well, who knows? Could be a drain tunnel, robot. I've heard the garden tunnel was even a pump station. That they, that's where they pumped the water to from uh, digging in the tunnels. And they pumped the water out of here from the tunnels they were digging in. You know what I mean, guys? Yes. They had to use it for something. Air tunnel. They got to breathe down there. How the heck did they breathe down there? I don't know. And the garden shaft was tested high for gold. A spoon or silver, dump truck. And he didn't tell us how much gold is down there yet. So I don't think he's going to say dump truck. I don't think he's going to say war room full. I think he learned his lesson. What do you think, guys? Yeah, I don't think that'll happen again. <laughs> I really don't. 
Carroll says, what'd you say here? Thanks for sharing this with us that do not have the History Channel. I really appreciate you. Well, that's who we're for. For everybody around the world, a lot of it repeats for us, but I don't care. So this is for the people that don't get the channel. It's all new to you. And just follow us along. You know, Judy? Right. You know what, Carol? Every time I write a synopsis, I think about the people in our group that can't get the show. And that's why I keep doing it. You want to say what the professor's saying, Judy? i got to click a couple of things. Okay. Yeah, Daniel just said, I've heard the garden shaft referred to as the money pit. It isn't, in my opinion. Okay, Daniel, gotcha. I agree with you a, a thousand percent. Yes. But what sounds better, Daniel? Calling it a garden shaft or calling it the money pit? Holy <laughs> mooyan! Yeah, money pit sounds much better, doesn't it? Yep. And like I'm saying, you know, in my dream and stuff like that, I just wish some kind of timing was done. Like, say we were overseas and getting a lot of referrals and a lot of history. And then go right into the Muyan technology, what the Muyan showed us instead of retracking on the same old things they've done before. You know, Judy? Is it just me? Right. Is it just me leaning that way or is you guys leaning that same way? No, I think some of us are anyway. Um, you know, you do get get tired of seeing the metal pieces coming up and so forth, but I guess we gotta go through that to get where we're getting. Yeah. Yup, Tammy. You got it. And now on the bottom of this garden shaft, there's very possibly a tunnel at the bottom. Well, if it stopped at 77 feet, either they stopped and gave up or they made a tunnel to go left or right. Right, guys? Right, exactly. I hope if there's one there that they find it so we can see it. Right. It's only got uh, 45 shafts. 5,000 boreholes, 3,800 tunnels. But besides that, we'll clear it all out. Daniels says, according to historical data, there's tunnels all over the island. Mm -hmm. No doubt, Judy, no doubt. Yeah. And that's when you can see how Dunfield just said, the heck with this. I'm just opening up this whole thing and see if I can find it. You know what I mean? I can see how that came about. Oh, heck yeah, in, in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Especially then with no funds and anything, that was his last hurrah, you know. Right, for sure. Yeah, he gave it all he had. Yeah. Even though he destroyed the whole thing, I can see where he's coming from, from a financial uh, point and a frustration point, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, I give our, our fellowship kudos because... <laughs> They don't seem to get frustrated. They just keep going forward, and I give them that. Right. They're not going to show any kind of frustration on a show like this. There's no way. No, that's true. And here how they're going to do the uh, waterproof wooden structure as they go down. And this 
the team can also tunnel out laterally from the main shaft. So obviously they got to have some kind of target points, Judy, to say, uh-oh, we went down 40 feet, 50 feet. Well, we got something this way, maybe from either a scanning device or the borehole program. You know what I mean, Judy? Right, yeah. It's going to be interesting. I hope when they go down in, they show us what they do in there. Right, and they're finding this other shaft maybe or tunnel at 70 feet. Well, this garden shaft is only going down 80 feet. So they're pretty close to just going sideways to the bottom of this shaft, you know what I mean? Right. So you wonder if that tunnel comes right into that shaft. Yep, yep. So once they clean it out to the bottom, they'll see, you know? Right. If it was Daniel that... says that Daniel says Dunfield really damaged a lot there. And he said he was a geologist, and I didn't know that. Yeah, but Daniel, it was the financing that drove him to do that. You can be a geologist and be a perfectionist, but when you're just about investing your last cent and the money's never there and you got one shot, that's what I think drove his decision. You know, Judy? Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> then they were doing this borehole at L16. Just above that M16.25. You remember that hole, right, Judy? Yes, I do. That was on the big promos. That what is down 16.25? Well, there's a tunnel down there that we know of right now. Then, at about 106 feet, they pulled up some wood. They're going to get it dated. It could be another tunnel. Which they're looking for, Judy, is? Um, D, D17. Yep, and they're looking for a, another tunnel. As uh, Marty's been saying it over and over, an off-set tunnel above the water lane. I haven't seen any coconut fiber coming up. You guys seen any coconut fiber coming up or uh, I've been missing things? No, I sure haven't seen any, John. That would be interesting. Also, no blue clay. You guys see any blue clay coming up in all these drill holes? N nothing. Daniel says... That it was frustration mixed with ego as well, in his opinion. Mm -hmm. He shouldn't have done it. It most likely disturbed or destroyed evidence, which it probably did. Yes, sir, it did. Yes, sir, it did. So that's how I think, Judy. Well, they haven't pulled up any blue clay. They haven't pulled up any coconut fiber. What else are we looking for out of all these holes? They're just testing for gold and silver in the water. But what about it? every other thing, you know what I mean? I guess if they pulled it up, they would have told us, you know what I mean? Right, yes. I would think so. Especially that stuff. Then there's this 100 by 150 foot 
anomaly on the bottom of lot 30. And at the end of lot 32, that's when they were uh, finding all the bits and pieces of the wharf of all the wharf spikes and stove parts and bell parts and all kinds of junk was in there. And there was sure a lot of it. I don't think they probably got it all either. Yep, Caroline, sometimes they find old uh, hand tools. And that's what uh, Mr. Spooner says, Dr. Spooner. Just too square to be uh, natural. I agree, Judy, I agree. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, you can certainly see it and make it out clearly. And on the lot 32 nearby, more spikes, more pieces of uh, metal and things that they found on lot 32. I get a kick out of Jack. I think every time they find something that looks like a, a strap, Jack always says, it could be off a chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love his enthusiasm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Gary can't do all the talking, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, exactly. And there's nobody else that communicates us with us than Mr. Drayton. Who else talks to us? If they're not in the war room, who talks to us out there? Nobody. Right, exactly. <laughs> Say if Gary didn't talk to us guys, who would be talking to us? We need Gary. And there's a spot on lot 30, the square, and I guess the dot is 200 feet away where they were finding all these metal pieces or artifacts or whatever you want to call it. And Stephen plots. And that's what the red flags are for also. I know you guys know this, right? That he plots every find on the map. Did you, you guys know this, right? Yes. So every little red flag that's plotted on this map to make a big, you know, 3D map. And also to follow along where they're at. So lot 31 doesn't look like they found much there, you know what I mean? No, it looks pretty much empty, doesn't it? Yep. So that's a good map to know. I love maps, Judy. I love maps. <laughs> I know you do, John. So that's your thing. Yep, they plot it all out. And here's the spot that they're at. Just to give you an overlook of where they're digging with Marty. Go ahead, Judy. 
I don't know. I didn't start to say anything, but I always get a kick out of the fact that uh, Marty gets really excited when it's time to get in the excavator. Yep, yep. He likes to go into those excavators. Daniel says, there were stories that some sort of fortification was planned, started on the island in the mid-1700s, but was scrapped. Even that guy that said there was a defensive system at Smith's Cove. Remember that, Daniel? Yes, I do. Yes, Caroline, it's very large. An acre is 200 by 200. So a little over half an acre, guys. So it could have been an encampment. And now they're digging the test holes. My back would last about 30 seconds doing something like this, sir. <laughs> Mine wouldn't even last that long, I don't think. I'd be in one of those folding chairs, you know, the ones that unfold from your car, I'd be sitting right there. <laughs> right, exactly. These guys are good stuff. Mm. None of them are extremely young, and they're, they do well. Yep. And that's what they're going to do. A bunch of small square test pits all across that 100 by 150 feature. And maybe we can get some kind of information out of this. You know, guys? It, that could work really well. We'll see what next week brings. <laughs> Tammy Hurst, my artificial knees are killing me. <laughs> Just by watching them. I hear you, Tammy. Gotta have a lot of patience for that. Oh my God. Oh my lordy 40. And here's lot 32 under this pine tree. Close to the edge where they're finding all that stuff that we saw last night. Daniel says, Smith and Gifford owned the island after 1753, but it was too dangerous to do anything there until seven years when the war was over. Thank you, Daniel. Okay. Tammy said she would give anything to uh, be doing that digging. You. you go, girl. <laughs> and there's uh, Jack pulling out that big hefty spike, a wharf spike that was probably spiked in between two big two-by-eights or something to hold the wharf together. Right. And how far the wharf went out at that section, I'm not sure if it's the 50-foot 50, 50 or 100-foot wharf that Tony Sampson uh, found out there in the bay. I'm not sure on that. I don't have details on that, uh, Judy. Right, yeah, and I and they didn't say either. Yep, they just kept on saying wharf. I'm sure we'll learn more about it. Yep. And there's your D seventeen. 
trek in the path of that tunnel or flood tunnel or searcher tunnel or pre-searcher tunnel. You would think of this. Now, this has also come to my mind, guys. I know I'm losing my mind, but you know how they always, for some reason, want to write on stones in the older days? Yes. Chipping off on the stone and putting dates and chipping off the stone and putting your initials in. You would think on some of these tunnels, somebody would write their initials in the piece of wood or like, I was here 1510 or I was there 1610. They did all carvings on the church walls, uh, all kinds of stones they're carving on. I wish we would find something in the tunnel system that would say something like that to verify something. Wouldn't they be cool, Judy? Oh, that would be great. That would sure help out a heck of a lot. I see here on what you've got up right now, uh, they call it D16 and D17. Yeah. But then later, didn't they not say L16? L16 is way on the bottom where the red. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The red target is. You see it? L16, just above the word discovered. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You'll okay, see, you'll thank see you. L16, the next square is 17, the next square is 18. And you'll see right one, the last one is L19. See it? Oh, okay. Yep, I see it. Thank you. You got it. You got it. But this is just showing you a total grid map or plot of how many holes they're digging in front of the garden shaft, how far away they're from the chapel shaft, the heading shaft, you know what I mean? And way away from uh, C1. Yes, a long way. Yep. Just to give you a perspective of where they're going. And that's the tunnel they think they're following up to D17. See where C1 is way off to the left? Yes. Pretty soon we'll be almost going down the road over here. <laughs> yeah, really. All good to know. It gives you perspective of where they're going. Yeah, the, uh, the Jersey lady says there were Roman numerals on the wood of the structure they found in Smith's Cove. I do remember that. Yep, and I think most of that was when they pre-manufacture houses, log houses. I think that's mostly how they attached their buildings. So you know this Roman number five goes with another piece that says Roman five and you smash it together, you know what I mean? Right, I know John, when they did uh, did our log home, um, the logs came from Muskegon, Michigan and the logs were all hand-hewn there. Yep. And then they, they put the house together and every log had a number on it. Yep, I think, and then they brought it over here and put it put it up. Yep, I think the same way in the older days too, uh, uh, Judy. I think the same thing in the olden days. Yes. And here I wanted to show people that they were pumping the water out of the garden pit, garden pit, garden shaft, 
There it is being drained out. Carved names and graphy would be in the treasure vault. I hope so, Neil. <laughs> I hope we find something. And here's uh, Marty driving to the spot to dig out that spot that uh, Jack and Gary were finding all those metal pieces. It's pretty well cleared out, you know what I mean? Yes, it is. I guess this is the same spot where they planted those little trees. You see those new trees planted around? Oh, right. Yes. Mm. They don't look too good, but they're planted at least. And there's another distance, 200 feet to lot 30. And he says there's some older stuff deeper, obviously, but they didn't show us all that or the editor cut it out for us not to see, not TV worthy, you know. Right. And it could be. It just wasn't useful. Yep. And here's the wood samples that were on the table. And there they are to get dated. One was from L16, 106 feet deep. The other one was from D17, 70 feet deep. The first one, 52%, 1724 to 1812. 50%. Good evening, C.G. Smith. So there's the from breakdown. Mahone Bay, from Mahone Bay, Nova Scotia. Yep, and there's the first sample and the dates. There you go, guys. And here's the second one, 1722 to 1814. Just about almost the same, Judy. Yes, almost identical. Big spread. Almost a hundred years. Yes. And Oak Island, imagine a hundred years of difference there. Oh my lordy forty. <laughs> a lot of things could happen. Sure could in that length of time. I hear you guys. Alrighty. Well, that's about all I got for that show. Like I said, we'll see Judy next Tuesday. And Wednesday. 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 Pre-show <laughs> Tuesday. No Discord post-show. We had fun last night. And we'll be on, I think, Facebook and YouTube live for post-show next Tuesday. Pre-show, same thing. I'll have to battle with Facebook after I get off of here, Judy. What the heck is going on? Yes. Oh, look out, Facebook. Yep. And next week, this this guy that you all know will be on next week on the show of the Curse of Oak Island. You know who that guy is, right, guys? 
our friend Corian. Be good to see him. Yep. Obviously, he's not on the island. He's home. Well, Daniel says to watch the Quest group. I have some great research to share. Thank you, Daniel. Okay, Daniel. As long as they don't block us out, we'll watch it. Then we'll go over this thing. This is next week, but I had to put it in at the end of my show here, Judy. Yes. Get us hyped up for next week. This is the tunnel that we're actually looking at. Why is it higher in the middle? I have no idea, but if water's running, it's going to make channels on the lowest spots, the left and right. See what I'm saying, Judy? Yes. Yeah, I can, I can see that, John. I mean, it's, it's certainly now, it's probably um, squashed down, right? Yeah. Would it maybe have been higher at one time? Could be. It looks like a, a beam going across the top there and an old post that's ready to fall apart in the middle, you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Then there's this other picture of it more to the right. You see what I'm saying there? This picture they gave us, now we're going more to the right and they're looking down this way and it looks like that beam that's flat. But do you think this is a collapse tunnel I'm not sure. It has to be partially collapsed. You know what I mean, guys? Right. It'd be nice if they could um, get a camera in there, though. What do you mean? This is the camera picture. No, but in a camera right inside the tunnel? Hmm. Here's the black and white version that I was telling you. And the black and white version. So it takes all the glare away. You know what I mean, guys? Yes. And Daniel says he's interested to see how King Lewis ordered treasure to be buried on Oak Island. Well, if they found out that, give us the facts, then we go with it. You know what I mean, Judy? Right, exactly. And Daniel will find out, too. It says order yeah. treasure to be buried. Carol says it looks like the tunnel by Samuel Ball's foundation. And I thought of that too, Carolyn. It looks very much the same. Look at this one. Spot on. I can see lights over the island up at the money pit area. The boys must be working tonight. Very good, C.G. Smith. You got anything? Send it to our group. We'll post it up. We need people like you. They can see what's going on on the daily. Thank you so much. C. G. Smith. Wow. Still working in December. And late. Yep, I hear you, Daniel. That's what Corian said in the preview. Yep, that's why he was on. Yep.
All right, guys. That's all I got for tonight. Judy will say her goodbyes. If anything comes up, I'll post it. Junie's synopsis will be printed out so you guys can read it on YouTube and uh, Facebook. I got a uh, bit to fit on Facebook to see what the heck happened tonight. And it takes a lot of, you don't really get a quick answer with those people. So I'll be blasting them for about an hour or two and see if I get a response. Tammy says, uh, Tammy Hurst says, uh, it's a full moon. Must be the reason, John. Daniel. Oh. <laughs> what picture, Daniel? This one? Do you know which one he wanted to see, uh, Judy? No, he he just said you just flashed one. Don't Hopefully, he'll come up here in a minute. I showed this picture, which is the right side of this picture. I showed the black and white picture. Daniel said you switched frames and it looked different. That's it, he says. I figure. See, this is just the right side of this picture. See this picture here? Boom. Then yeah. They, then they went to the right side with the camera, and that's what they showed us on the promo. 10-4. I'm here to please. <laughs> I'm here to please. All right, Judy, if you want to say your goodbyes and then... Uh, I'll say my goodbyes and go fight with Facebook all night long. Okay, John. Um, don't uh, have a heart attack or anything, please. We need you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. It's been a fun night. I think we've learned a little bit. And uh, John put lots of work into it, and I've enjoyed it much. Uh, so I will see you next Wednesday night. Enjoy the show next Tuesday night. And in the meantime, please, family, stay safe. Please stay safe. You too, John. Yep. And good night, everybody. Good night, Judy. Very good synopsis. We'll see you soon. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. 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 All right, guys. Remember, always go forward. You may get a setback, but just believe in yourself, guys. Believe in your dreams no matter how old you are, for tomorrow is a never given. The world needs a ton of prayers on the daily right now. So as my friend Jan says, you keep on smiling, you stay strong, you stay positive, and you stay safe during this holiday time. Thank you for joining me and Judy tonight. We'll see you next Tuesday pre-show and post-show. And we'll be with Judy next Wednesday to go over episode five that will be showing next Tuesday. Anything that comes up, I will post it. So that'll be that. So I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Hit that like button. Please subscribe if you can. Thank you. Take care. And bye-bye.